0: We'll have Deshaun Watson. He spoke today. We're going to have that for you guys coming up next segment. I want you guys to hear it because he got emotional, and I thought that was grown men do cry, Mr. Lebowski. I thought that was important. Unless you're a Michigan offensive coordinator slash interim head coach, I don't want to – I'm okay with you crying. He, Michigan guy, don't need the tears. Deshaun Watson, come as close as you want to. It's a devastating thing that happened for you today. But also, I think it showcased how gutty – how gutsy he was and how – Just how gritty the whole entire thing has been. There was a newfound respect for Deshaun from me when it came to his toughness. And I've always respected his toughness, but it made it to another level. Leave that there. That'll happen coming up in 20 minutes. Now, let's get to the fan focus. All right, leading us off in the fan focus is going to be Ken and Anthony. Now, I was going to put in the moment that they heard everything about it, but I went back and I listened to it. And the first minute and a half is Ken just reading the statement from the Browns. This picks up right at the end of Ken reading the statement and then the instant reaction. Here we go. Deshaun will be placed on season-ending injured reserve
1: and a full recovery is expected for the start of the 2024 season. Uh, I am sitting here stunned. Absolutely stunned. Maybe I shouldn't be given the social media that Deshaun Watson put out earlier today. Uh, But that is unbelievable. He has his signature moment as a Cleveland Browns quarterback, and he is done for the year with not one injury, but two injuries and an immediate surgery, the high ankle sprain, and also now the the shoulder situation, which they did say at the end he is expected to make a full recovery for next year. But that is two squandered years of the five-year Deshaun Watson contract.
0: That's why we know that he was posting that stuff on Instagram.
1: Yeah, he put up two messages on social media earlier this morning that we were alerted to uh, via social media, and uh, they make sense now. There were prayers that were authored or or written there by Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, that is a total stunner. Obviously, it looks like Andrew Berry could be talking at some point today. I'm seeing um, that is unbelievable. I mean, this that we were just talking about, Kenny, the emotions of the fan base, the ticket prices had gone through the roof for the Steelers game. This week, we were talking about contenders. I mean, our videos from earlier this week were about this team contending. It's one of those
0: moments I feel like Ken and Anthony will reference for the next decade. It's going to be one of those moments that, that happened during their show. I remember certain news that breaks during my show in just a different way. I remember doing the CBS Sports Radio show when Tom Brady announced his retirement and then spending the next hour and a half. Like, is he actually retired? Is he not retired? What's going on here? And it just took over the whole entire day. It, you remember those days. You just remember them. And and this is, the, this is one of the more pivotal days in Browns history. And I don't say that lightly. That's not hyperbole or anything else either. When you pay six total draft picks, three first-round picks, $230 million to a quarterback, and now it is guaranteed locked in. That 40% of that deal has been a complete and utter waste. Monumental day. Pivotal day. Hopefully the Browns can make something out of nothing here. And hopefully with the 6-3 start we have, we can still find our way into the postseason. But the sad part for myself, sad part for a lot of you guys today, is that you understand that this team is going to have a ceiling that we didn't have when Deshaun Watson was under center. And that's just, it's unfortunate. All right. Next up, it's going to be Nick on finding
2: out about the Deshaun news and what he was doing. I thought to myself, you know, you've really been thinking about self care, and you deny these moments when you feel run down. You got a big show today. Dustin's not here. At the same point, I'm like, I'm I'm like stressing about what am I going to talk about? Like what? I just. because I, I had a couple ideas, but am I still thinking about Baltimore? Am I on to Pittsburgh? What what's like the thing we got to talk about today? And I just was I was in this quandary, and I said, you know what, Nick, we're doing it. You're gonna take a one hour nap. You're getting, we're gonna practice self care today, okay? And I gotta tell you guys, it was a, it was it was the most illustrious nap in the history of naps. I woke up feeling like Snow White with the birds around me and all that crap. I just felt like a new man. And I look over to my phone. And the first thing I see is Jason Pinkston, who texted me, and yes, I'm name-dropping Jason Pinkston, a former Cleveland Brown, in my tweets, texts, that's what it is, in my text, no less, saying, what the bleep is happening? And then I open social media, and my whole world, our whole collective world changed, because I saw the same breaking news that you did,
0: It's interesting. I think this is going to be one of those moments when tragedies hit. And this is not a tragedy. This is a sports situation. It's different, obviously. But when tragedies hit, there's a few times in in my life where it's a real where were you when moment. A real where were you when moment. And I feel like this is one of those for Browns fans. You'll remember where you were when you found out the news. Now, the laughable part to me. I don't have an interesting story on this. I really don't. I was in bed hanging out with my daughter as uh, my wife was getting ready for work and I was getting ready to drive her off to work and we were getting ready to start the day, right? I don't have an interesting story on it. But I. But what's fascinating to me is that so many people are going to have the same responses as a what they were doing. It's like, when. well, at what point did you look at your phone in the morning? That's when you found out. And I think that's such a display of where we're at right now in 2023 where that's the immediate answer you know you think about other historical events and where you were or either other great rounds moments for instance like I, I'll never forget when I was uh, when we found out that we landed OBJ awesome moment right you guys remember when LeBron came home right you remember where you were when LeBron came back and you're like alright hey I'm here I'm there you remember those things right they're 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 burned into your brain. I feel like in 2023 everyone just looked at their phone and it's it's when you looked at your phone is when you found out exactly what happened and it's so sad because it, it just in, in a few short years we have changed that part of the discussion. It used to be oh the mailman told me, or oh I was out at the bar with a buddy, or oh I was at the, the water cooler at work. And Joe from accounting came down the hall and said, did you see what happened to the Browns? Or what what happened to those brownies there? And and that's how you found out news. And now it's just, we all have this just piped into our phones. And it's just such a different world that we live in these days. Just a little, little commentary on that. Also, I kind of wish I had a more interesting story. I was, I was just hanging out. I, nothing crazy happened. All right, next up, Baskin and Phelps. Interesting point here on the Browns maybe not getting help the rest of the week you know i was joking about maybe a team would drop somebody or cut somebody and do the browns a solid no one's doing the browns a solid let's let's not even think about that because ownership at pretty much every other team is still uh a little perturbed at the browns for the guaranteed cash and the way the browns changed the market for the quarterback on guaranteed money i would think a lot of yeah i would think a lot of owners
2: today did this yeah i'm sure the other they're like huh Ah, there you go. Thanks, Bronx. That's what, Yeah, that's what they said.
1: That's what they said.
0: Uh, well, can I ask? Can I just feel like this for a minute or two before I go no, into the No, you've heard about it.
2: You've known for an hour and a half.
0: Oh, I was. Yeah, I've known for a little bit here. I've known for an hour. <laughs> you've known for an hour and a half. It's a great point. The, the league doesn't want to help us. They're not going to help us. Hey, There was a thought that came across my head of like, would the Rams help us out and send us Carson Wentz for a bag of footballs? They don't want to help us out. No. Lesney, first off, famously said, you know, F those picks. So he doesn't care about a seventh-round pick. It would be him doing us a courtesy. They don't want to help us out. Nobody in the league wants to help us out. Because we cost the the price of quarterbacks across the league went upward because of us. Them's the brakes. We're the villain that way. It's okay. Next up. Cannon Anthony on flags in the neighborhood. All right, you told me something before the show that's just stuck into my ear. And <laughs> I gotta ask. You
1: got someone in your town with a Wharton School of Business flag out front? Well, it seems like everybody in my town has flags. Flags hey. are everywhere. And I, I was telling you before the show, I thought it was very bizarre. There's two homes back-to-back, pretty impressive homes, that have Georgia Bulldog flags. And I'm like... Randomly on a a Tuesday this night is in the village, yeah, right next to each other. Well, they're they're about to be number one, so I mean, well, that's what I so I to... wondered is that is that an occasion to change your flag over the the playoff rankings like, with four weeks left in college football? It's like the coronation? Have you just seen mm-hmm. the flags? They were they were yesterday. I, so I, is this the first time they've yeah, been out? Yeah, that's a spot I, mean. I don't drive by, typically. Oh,
2: okay. So maybe they were out I've there. I've never noticed those flags. Mm-hmm. I'm Cute. going to look today. Well, then I said, I is,
1: it, is there a chance it's Glenville? And I'm like, ah, not in Bay Village. Probably not. Because <laughs> the, the logo is similar.
0: It's weird. If you have a Georgia flag right now, you're just trying to make a point. That's all that is. I don't care if you went there. I don't care if you graduated from there. I don't care if you were born next to Ugga. You, you don't get to put a Georgia flag out right now. I don't know what version of Ugga the Dog that would have been, okay? I don't know what version that would have been. But if you're born right next to Ugga, you still don't get to do it. It's just no you know where you're at. It's okay. Hey, listen, it's better than a Michigan flag. Then you're really trying to make a statement with a Michigan flag. Some flags just shouldn't happen. Now, I'll say this though. Don't don't touch someone's flag. If they make a if they put a flag out there and it's not a great flag, don't touch their flag. It's their flag. Don't touch their flag. I've never been a flag guy. Never owned a flag. I've only owned a house for a year, so I I don't know if I'm truly not a flag guy. I don't think I'm a flag guy, though. I don't think you ever see me rocking a flag in the front lawn. I just feel like it just... Why do I need that message out there? Hey, you want to know me? Knock on the door and get to know me. I'm open. It's a neighborhood. We'll be fine. All right, next up, Nick on Deshaun speaking to the
2: media. For all the things that, you know, all the criticisms people have of him off the field or even on the field, Deshaun came across like a dude who was sincerely crestfallen and left questioning, why is my season over? Because I agree with Deshaun Watson's assertion today that with Deshaun, they were starting to hit their their stride. I think Kevin was being a little less possessive over the game plan. I think Kevin was starting to put Deshaun in the best position to be the best version of Deshaun. I think Deshaun was maximizing that, even though in the first half it didn't look like some of that stuff was true. But you got your signature win. The best win of the season. No win with this group was going to top that. And now here we are. So I thought it was crucially important for Deshaun Watson to speak honestly with emotion about his frustration. But I think when it comes down to this, like, here's where I'm stopping short of today. I'm not doing Sky is Falling Radio.
0: Yeah, I, I... Don't believe I did Sky is Falling Radio. I think at times there was just anger that came out as we displayed, I think, all five stages that you go through in grief. Uh, Except for acceptance, maybe. We haven't gotten quite there yet. We're still battling through with that one. But I want you guys to hear what Deshaun had to say. Nick touched on it right there. I want you guys to hear what Deshaun had to say. I want you to hear it right from the horse's mouth because I thought it was incredible today. I, there was a newfound respect throughout this entire process that I've now gained for Deshaun Watson. But it, it, I I just, the emotion he has, you can't you can't tell me the trust fund quarterback nonsense ever again. I'll never listen to it. Not that I listened to it too greatly to begin with, but I'll never listen to that. Deshaun Watson, coming your way next, what he had to say, and then we'll react to it ourselves here. It's overtime with Jonathan the Beaton here with you. Ah, the fan.